we didn't talk about how our bodies made us feel like what anxiety felt like or what depression felt like. We didn't talk about how it impact our physical being. And so I didn't talk about it. I didn't know how to talk about it. And it made it that much harder to really understand what was going on, but also what to do with it, how to be with it. And all I wanted was for that feeling to go away. Hi, I'm Biz Cush, a life coach and therapist and your host here on the Awaken Your Wise Woman podcast. We're talking to women all over the world who found their way back to themselves, to their inner knowing, to their intuition, to their wisest self. We're exploring how to feel alive, authentic, engaged, and fully present in your life. Let's awaken your wise woman. Hi, and welcome back to the Awaken Your Wise Woman podcast. I'm Biz Kush, your host, or also known as Elizabeth Kush, but yeah, Biz is my nickname and has been almost pretty much my whole life, uh, although different variations on the on the nickname. But uh, yeah, that's me. I am Biz, and I want to help you awaken your wise woman. So if you'd like a chance to work with me for free, you can apply for a free coaching session. I'm taking applications through the end of February of 2022, and you can apply and maybe you'll get picked. Maybe you'll get to work with me for 90 minutes on a topic of your choice. Maybe it's a life transition. Maybe it is working on being more compassionate with yourself. Maybe it's about learning how to recognize and empower you to have healthier boundaries. Maybe it's around learning how to really tune into yourself so that you are taking the best care of you and allowing your intuition and trust in yourself to flourish and grow. I would love to work with you. I hope that you will sign up. So if you go to elizabethcushcoaching.com, you can find the link in the banner of the homepage. So on a mobile device, it's, it says right there, apply for a free session. On the webpage, if you're using a computer or a, I don't know what it looks like on an iPad, but on a computer, there's a link that says apply for a free session. So if you're interested, please fill that out. Limited time only. Again, it's a 90-minute deep dive session with you on a topic that feels important to you. And if you've applied, you will be hearing from me shortly. I have been having some glitches with my email responses that were supposed to automatically get triggered when you signed up. So if you don't hear from me, it does not mean your application didn't go through, but do look in your spam folders keep an eye out for a confirmation email as well as uh, like what what's next. Because as I said, the applications are coming in. I am continuing to accept them through the end of February, but I will be reaching out at the end of January to start scheduling some of those free sessions. Very excited to hopefully talk to you. 
This week on the podcast, we're going to be talking about the sacred knowing in our bodies and how we can learn to really tune in and listen to what our body is telling us, how our parts show up in our bodies through sensations and feelings, and what we can learn from our body's wisdom. And I think the hardest part of all of, of, of tuning into our bodies is that we're not taught how to do that. I suppose athletes are a little bit better at tuning into their body's signals in terms of endurance and, you know, pushing through as well as injury, but tuning into our bodies to listen, to heal, to hear what they have to tell us, that isn't really something that at least here in the United States and Western cultures, really don't teach us how to do. And if you've experienced trauma, like many women have, we learn through traumatic experiences to disconnect from our bodies because especially if the trauma involved our physical bodies, we don't want to feel that discomfort and pain and, and the memories. And so we learn early on to disassociate or disconnect from our bodies. But here in Western culture too, we are very brain-based, evidence-based, research-based, like use your brain to figure out what's going on when oftentimes our body is carrying the wisdom of the past generations. Our body is carrying the knowing, literally inside the knowing of how to heal. And when we learn to pause, to listen, to be with those sensations, it builds trust within ourselves. It helps us tap into our intuition on a deeper level, but it also can alert us to parts that are getting activated or feeling wounded or needing to take control. So for me, through the internal family systems work that I've done, the training and the therapy, I'm recognizing that for me, my parts show up very physically. They show up as sensations, as feelings in my body, as whether it's pressure or heat or discomfort. As I'm learning to tune into those sensations, I'm learning more about my parts, especially when I can do this without judgment, without adding on a story or trying to fix it, just to be with it, to listen, to feel. So um, I know this experience rings true for many of my clients as well. As we begin to work with their parts and they discuss what it feels like to feel anxious or to feel stressed or to feel like an imposter 
or to feel shame, there is often a very physical component to that. And if we slow down and pause and take the time to feel it and to listen and to hear it, we get to know ourselves better. We get to know what it is those parts need, but what we can do to help those parts feel more safe and secure within us. So recently, over the Christmas holidays, I had a few experiences where a very old uh, or very familiar part of me showed up that I hadn't experienced in a long time. And I think I've shared here on the podcast or in blog posts that as a child, tactile, textures of things, materials, clothing, rough surfaces were something I was very sensitive to. And if a particular article of clothing was either too rough or too loose, that it just didn't sit right on my body, it almost felt as if being in my own skin was torture. I think I described it to my therapist of like this sense of just wanting to shed my own skin. And I know that this experience and these feelings happened often as a young kid. Like, so I would make my mom tie my shoes really, really tight so I could feel if I was wearing like sneaks or whatever, Oxford's, like I could feel my foot being held by the shoe or wearing a dress if it had a tie around the waist, which often my dresses did. Like if it wasn't tied tight enough, I got that, that skin feeling, that sensation of being in my own skin was torture. And looking back, I think my body was looking for a sense of safety and security and loose clothing triggered this sense of unsafety because my abuse was directly associated with that. But as a young child, I didn't know how to handle that. I didn't know what to do with that feeling. I didn't know how to describe it or even if what I was feeling was something I could share. What I could do was complain, say my shoes weren't tight enough, ask my mom to tuck the bedclothes in tighter and tighter, but I couldn't describe why because I didn't really understand because I was too young. I didn't know what was happening inside. I just knew I just needed to feel contained and held. And I think as I grew older into teenage and college years, I found ways to numb the feeling through substances, alcohol, dissociation, just not even tuning into my body at all. And what made it doubly difficult, even harder was that no one I knew talked about body sensations. No one in my family, 
my friends. We didn't talk about how our bodies made us feel, like what anxiety felt like or what depression felt like. We didn't talk about how it impact our physical being. And so I didn't talk about it. I didn't know how to talk about it. And it made it that much harder to really understand what was going on, but also what to do with it, how to be with it. And all I wanted was for that feeling to go away. And as I said, this popped up for me again around Christmas. So we'll get to that in a minute, but it was a surprise because I hadn't felt this sensation in a long time. And what helped me recognize it this time was the fact that I have been working toward listening, tuning in to my parts, how they show up physically. I've been doing energy work around just my body's chi, the flow, making sure everything is running smoothly. I've learned to meditate and sit quietly with myself. And although sometimes those meditations can be hard, sometimes it's hard to just be with whatever is showing up because oftentimes there are feelings that are there. It's allowed me to feel, to be much more in tune with what is happening, what is surfacing, what's bubbling up in my body. And some amazing things that can, can help us be better attuned to our physical world, our internal physical world, is being in nature, just allowing yourself to be in nature and notice how it makes you feel. What happens in your body if you walk through the woods or stand at the edge of the water, whether it's a river or an ocean or a stream, and just listen to the sounds. And giving yourself time to pause and just be with yourself in quiet. And even though that can be incredibly difficult for some, the practice of tolerating the difficulty, the practice of allowing yourself to listen, to hear, to feel what's happening internally, builds trust within yourself. It builds your sense of knowing, your internal wisdom, your wise woman, as you learn to tap into how your body's feeling and being okay with it, allowing whatever sensations are there to be okay, even if it's uncomfortable. Like that's okay. Sometimes we are uncomfortable, right? I mean, we can't be happy and at ease all the time. It's just not who we are as humans. Yoga, you know, my amazing conversation last week with Julie Blanthan about our pelvic floor and yoga and tuning into our bodies to better understand and heal whether it's the pain or the discomfort through mindful body practices. 
And for me, meditation has been an incredibly huge piece of this puzzle because as I said, as a child, I learned to push through those difficult feelings, whether it was demanding attention in terms of getting my clothes pulled tighter or wearing different articles of clothing that just felt more comfortable, to actively avoiding the feelings through dissociation and substance use, being busy. Through meditation, I've been able to make that reconnection within because we have it. We were born with it. We are born with a sense of physical knowing. We are born with this innate, wise self that is attuned to our bodies because as babies, when we're hungry, we cry. When we need a diaper change, we cry. We are born with this attunement, but it is through a lack of continued reinforcement of attuning or actually outright trauma sometimes for some of us, many of us, we learn to not trust, let go of, push away that which is innate within us. But tuning into our bodies can tell us so much about our experience in the moment. It can help us learn more about us and our parts and how it feels to be in different parts, which then alerts us to being activated or triggered. And as we practice tuning in, listening without judgment, learning, it helps us build the trust within. It nurtures our intuitive nature and our feminine energy. So as I mentioned earlier, this really uncomfortable, get me out of my skin feeling came up again around the holidays, around Christmas. And one particular time comes to mind right now. I know it happened a few times over the holidays, but one particular time was, you know, getting dressed to go do something. So I was putting on clothes that were not my, what I consider my comfy clothes. And for whatever reason, the fit, the material, how it felt hanging, how the pants felt, how the sweater felt hanging on my body triggered this feeling of my skin felt uncomfortable, that I didn't want to be in my skin. And it was so quick. It was so instantaneous that it literally made me pause. I stopped. I took a deep breath. I allowed the sensation to, to fill me up, to know that I was with it. And I actually walked over to my full-length mirror 
and I took a moment and looked at myself. I paused. I saw me, this me, this 61-year-old me in the mirror looking back at me. In the past, this uncomfortable feeling would have left me running for my closet, taking off my clothes, trying on multiple outfits until my body felt more comfortable, more at ease, where I felt like I could be in my skin. But today, these days, (laughs) now I'm able to recognize this feeling as a sensation from the past, that something had been triggered from an old wound And stepping in front of the mirror, looking at myself fully, seeing myself in the clothes, knowing that whatever that feeling was, it was from another time and that I was safe and okay, allowed the feeling to just flow through and move on and I was okay. And I don't think I could have done that without the work of becoming more mindful and present with the sensations of my body. But it was a point of knowing. It was a point of re-remembering that was really powerful. And I was able to meet it with some surprise and curiosity to be like, hmm, I wonder why now. And in that moment, because there was a time constraint, I wasn't able to fully explore what it needed me to know. But I was able to process with my therapist later and sit with that sensation of knowing like, okay, I saw you. I I felt it. I know that part was showing up for a reason. And I think it had something to do with, like I had a wool sweater on and very loose fitting pants. And as I said, the lack of containment for me in years past had been a struggle. And I think Perhaps I was feeling kind of pulled in different directions and not really very grounded, and that may have been it. So I'm still processing what was going on, but I listened. I listened. I didn't judge. I allowed it to be there, and as I said, it passed. As I sat with myself, looking at myself, recognizing that I was safe right here, right now, I am safe. It passed. It was really powerful. It was a very, very powerful experience. And I know it mattered that I gave it space. And I allowed it to come in and tell me more if it needed to. And I know that next time when it shows up, because it probably will, I will create the time and space to explore it further and get to know it a little bit better. Well, I hope that 
you will tune into your bodies this week. Listen, pay attention, be with, even if whatever the messages aren't clear in the moment, just allowing whatever you're experiencing to be there without judging it. As I said at the beginning, if you're curious about what it would be like to work with me one-on-one, you can apply for a free session of coaching with me. It's a 90-minute deep dive conversation with you about a topic of your choice. You can go to my website, elizabethcushcoaching.com, and right at the top of the page, there's a link that says, apply for a free session with biz. You can also go to the show notes for this episode at awakenyourwisewoman.com. And in the resources at the end of the episode, you will see a link to click that will get you to the application. I'm only selecting a few of those applications that come in. And though I will be reviewing them over the next couple of weeks, but the application process is open until the end of February. So you have time. You have up until February 28th, 2022 at midnight to apply. So I hope I hear from you. I would love to work with you. I love talking to women and helping you reconnect with your wisest self, with your intuition, with your knowing. I look forward to hearing from you and connecting with you on the podcast next time. Thanks for listening to the Awaken Your Wise Woman podcast. The information in this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health professional. Music by Andy Cush, sound editing by Laura Disler, and show notes by Kathy Cush. If you'd like more information about me, Biz Cush, and the resources shared today, go to awakenyourwisewoman.com.